You're listening to the Mind Your Home podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home podcast. So I got seven hours of sleep last night. Not terrible. It's a far cry from the nine hours that I used to get that used to be like my recommended amount every night if I wanted to operate at peak performance. And sometimes I would settle for eight and a half. But nowadays, since having a baby, I would say that seven hours is not too bad. Chloe is about 15 months now, and she's not my firstborn for anybody who's new here. I do have two teenagers, but it's definitely a whole new ball game bringing in an infant and then, you know, now a toddler to the mix. It's just, it requires a lot of give and take. And for me, it's required a lot of really focusing in and getting down to the essentials even more than I was before. You start to really learn what your non-negotiables really are once you've brought a baby into the mix and you have such little time and energy and things are just different, right? Like when things change, the things that stick really stand out a little bit more. So today I'm gonna be sharing with you my five non-negotiables. These are the things, these are like my powerhouse, the things that I have to have every single day in order to feel like I'm not falling apart and like I'm not totally losing my mind. The first thing is I have to have a morning that is free from work. I'm not a morning person anyway. I just never have been. My energy builds after like my second cup of coffee, but really after I've been awake for a few hours. And so it's even more imperative now though, because we have Charlie who has to go out in the morning and now I have Chloe who likes to get up and go through her morning routine of being changed, eating her breakfast, you know, getting her milk, all of these different things. And so I have this process that I go through every morning with getting her up, changing her, feeding Chloe, feeding Charlie, uh, taking Charlie out, you know, like this whole process, getting my coffee, which is definitely part of my non-negotiable morning routine. And I just don't have space in my calendar, space in my mind to be able to be productive with other things during that time. I can't wake up and respond to emails. I don't want to get up and like flip through my phone and see what new fires I'm going to have to be putting out today or, you know, who can't access what or any of those things. Um, I have to be able to have that space and that break from anything productive and professional until like at least 10 30 or 11 o'clock. I guess now's a good time to bring up drinking water. That was actually going to be point number six, but since I just chugged a crap ton of water, I thought that, well, might as well go ahead and mention it. It is also part of my morning routine. It's part of my everyday routine. Water is, it's always been a requirement of mine. It's always been a non-negotiable and that's just as true, maybe even more so since having a baby. I have to stay hydrated. Whenever I don't drink enough water, my body feels it. Like I can feel it in my joints. And I think I already have some kind of joint issue. <laughs> I already have like a lot of pain in my joints sometimes. Um, but also like just the mental clarity and being able to think and feel refreshed and hydrated and my skin just feels better. Just everything to me feels better inside of my body 
when I drink a lot of water. So while I do like my Coke Zeros, and I'll have those usually at nighttime whenever I'm eating dinner, and I love cranberry juice and lemonade and all these different drinks that we have, I'll always have my bottle of water right alongside of it. I'm never without it. I drink coffee, you know, sometimes at least for the first half of the day. And right alongside my coffee, I have my bottle of water. So number three now is writing. I have to get things out of my mind before I can dive into any kind of focused project or task or really like anything in my day. Even if I'm being like I'm having a lazy day and I'm going to watch movies or I don't know, go on vacation or whatever. I always still have to start off with either listing, writing, journaling, brain dumping, you know, making a list out of things that are my need to accomplish for the day. That is, it's always been my kind of get up and go process. And so it's a part of my, my beginning process, no matter what I'm beginning, but especially if I'm beginning something productive, being able to sit there and get the thoughts on paper is like the first micro step to getting whatever that thing is done. So I have my little journals that I just keep within arm's reach at all times. I do definitely have project managers and I use the notes app on my iPhone all the time because I always have that on me, but it really feels good especially in the morning when I'm trying to to get things a little more solidified, it feels good to put pen to paper, even if it's not pretty, or even if I'm, you know, like just doing little diagrams and, you know, it just, it feels good and it helps me to start my process and to feel more productive and put together. It just makes me happy. Number four is movement. I am somebody who can really get tunnel vision, especially like if I'm editing or I'm working on something that's really intricate and requires a lot of my visual focus. I can just like sit there and and push myself and push myself and realize later that I've just been holding the same not so great position for a really long time and that my entire upper back is in pain or my shoulders are in pain. I've had like tendonitis in my left wrist for months now. I don't know, like I said, I think something might be going on with my joints because I've been having some weird pains. Could also just be aging. But regardless, the best thing for that, even better than like ibuprofen and hot baths, is just movement. When I go down and I do my yoga, that's the best relief that I feel throughout the day. Um, but even if I don't have time to do yoga, just like doing stretches, or I've been using these elastic resistant bands to kind of wrap around my shoulders sometimes when I know I'm going to be sitting at the computer for a long period of time. And it just helps to pull my shoulders back and straighten my back a little bit. And it actually, for me, it feels really good. It's like it gives me all oh, this release on my top muscles. And so that's become something that's a non-negotiable for my day is to do some kind of movement and to pay some kind of gentle attention to my body. And number five is a wind down practice. I am not somebody who can just like stop and go to sleep and I definitely wouldn't want to. Like I don't want to work until it's time for me to lay down and close my eyes and turn off all the lights. That sounds really stressful. Sounds like a lot of anxiety. And yes, sometimes I do work a little late into the night because I enjoy what I do. It's kind of, it's almost like playing. Like some people will get on their computers in the evenings and they'll scroll through Reddit. That's what Matt does. Or, you know, play games or something like that on their computer. Well, working is also kind of my play. I get to mess with graphics. I get to create things. And so while yes, it does get stressful and it is work, it's also fun. But at the same time, I don't want to just do that until I fall asleep for the night. So a big part of that is that whenever it's dinner time, all of us get together, my two teenagers, me, Matt, 
Charlie under the table, Chloe now in her high chair. We always get together for dinner and we all enjoy it. Like we all love sitting there and just being with each other and talking about our day. And it's funny because neither Matt nor I did that growing up. We had, you know, households where we would make our plate and then take it off to wherever we wanted to eat it. Go to the living room, go to our bedroom. You know, I know my dad used to always eat his dinner in bed. It was very rare that we would all get together and sit at the table like that. Um, but it's so like ingrained in to our family now that it would feel weird not to do that. So yeah, we talk about our days. We ask the girls how school went. Sometimes they don't want to talk about it or sometimes nothing is new and they're like, I don't even want to talk about school. I'm glad it's over for the day, whatever. The point is that we all just enjoy sitting there together and we have like a no cell phones at the table policy. The only time we break that rule is when we're all talking about something that Matt feels like needs to be researched and he'll Google it at the table. But otherwise, nobody's just sitting there scrolling on their phone. So it's just, I don't know, it's a really nice non-negotiable part of my day. And it's become this cool little wind down system of right after dinner, then me and Matt come upstairs and we'll play our word games from the New York Times. We'll go through Wordle, connections, and then the mini crosswords. Sometimes the girls will join us if they want to. And then we will go to playing with Chloe and getting her ready for her evening process and ready for bed. And then Matt and I will do something to spend time together. So right now we're in the process of playing Baldur's Gate. <laughs> So we'll sometimes play Baldur's Gate together for a couple hours, or when I was reading the Iron Flame book, I would spend a lot of time in the evening just kind of reading my book while he did something on his computer, and we were just kind of like there chilling together. Um, or we might watch an episode and exchange a massage or something like that. But that last two hours of the night is just us spending time doing things that we want to do together or around each other and preparing for bed. It's a nice close to the day and, you know, my non-negotiable process means that I'm ending my day and beginning my day without having to be stressed and focus on productive tasks and work and what I need to get done. So that's me. I think it's important to know what your essential non-negotiables are so that you can feel like you have some kind of a positive structure in your day, no matter what that day holds. 